Welcome. You are listening to You Are Not Your Divorce Podcast with Jamie Brown. my friends. I sincerely hope that you all have been having a beautiful week. It's exciting having fall in the air, isn't it? In the last episode, I shared the cognitive thought awareness tool of the model. Circumstances, thoughts, feelings, actions, and results. C-T-F-A-R. This tool is very useful in allowing us to experience the power of our thoughts and how they create our reality. I'd like to share an example. You are in a restaurant with several friends. You have finished your meals and they have cleared the table. The server then brings a surprise covered cake box and sets it on the table. Each one of you begin ooing and aahing and giggling at what deliciousness could possibly be awaiting you inside this box. Then the box is uncovered and inside you see a black frosted cake. It does not look fancy and is not decorated. It is a simple round cake with simple black frosting. Some of the excitement that existed prior to opening this box has calmed and a variety of facial expressions begin to emerge. Each one of you has your own thoughts about this surprise black cake. You decide to go around the table and have each one of you share what you think is underneath this black frosted cake. A few are nervous and don't care to try the cake because of how it looks. Others are excited to see what awaits their taste buds underneath this frosting. One of you offers to take the whole cake home to share with her family if no one at the table wants to eat it. So, two brave souls cut the cake and are surprised to see what they find. Each person realizes that what they thought was going to be inside is not what was on the inside. Each person had their own beliefs about what this cake should have looked like and what they thought they would find underneath that frosting. I will not share with you what was behind that black frosting, but in my opinion, it was amazing, delicious, unexpected, and fun. During this story, what were you visualizing about this cake? Were you surprised that it even was a cake in that cake box? What were your thoughts about the plain black frosting? What did you imagine was underneath that black frosting? Even though it was the exact same plain black frosted cake that they all saw, they each had their own experience with this cake because of what they thought the cake was or what it should have looked like or what could be underneath that frosting. This is same with our experiences in life. What one person believes about something can be completely different from someone else's thought about it. Here's another example. Let's say each one of us are at a park right now. Without expecting it, a colorful hot air balloon begins to rise from the large field of green grass, and you immediately have a thought about it. 
I imagine that not one of us would have the exact same thought about that colorful hot air balloon. Isn't it fun and fascinating the variety of thoughts each one of us have about the exact same thing? Our thoughts about that slowly rising and colorful hot air balloon determine our experience with it. Back to the black frosted cake story. What are some of the emotions you felt as you heard and saw this story play out in your mind? What are some of the emotions that you felt as a result of these thoughts? Did some of your emotions cause you to want to go and bake a cake right now? Or did some of you want to make a black frosted cake yourself to try it out? Did you decide that there was no way that you were going to even eat or even desire to make a black frosted cake? Some years ago, my sweet friend experienced a life-changing fall. At the time, she didn't have any idea of the profound effect this accident would play in her life, on her family's dynamics, and on her marriage. Her youngest was 17 months and her oldest was eight years old. They were moving to a new state in six weeks. It took two weeks after her fall to finally learn what was actually going on and that an immediate surgery was required. This surgery was not going to be simple. It was tedious and challenging. The initial recovery was going to take at least one year with a lot of therapy and healing over the next few years so that she could walk again. She could not take care of her children and be there for them like she had been able to before. She was not living the life she had imagined, nor was she being the mom she had always dreamed of being, at least physically. She experienced countless thoughts throughout all of this journey. She obviously felt every emotion. She went into a depression and gained a deeper empathy for others who also experienced depression. She also experienced deep gratitude for the simple things in life, such as swallowing, blinking your eyes, sitting up, being able to breathe, the gift of life, and the gift of doing honestly anything. This experience molded her soul in ways she never could have imagined. As she experienced all of the things one day at a time, she began to realize that what she thought about this accident and what she was making this fall mean about her and her life was what was creating how she was experiencing it all. This was a soul-wrenching journey and was filled with immense emotions, deep self-exploration, and profound trust in God. As this journey went on month by month and year by year, she began reflecting on the person she was becoming and the person she was getting to know for the first time. She was changing from the inside out because of an external challenge that initiated her going within herself to realize who she really was and what she really could become as she trusted with everything she had in God's wisdom. Little did she know that this time of self-discovery, increased faith in Jesus Christ, and complete reliance on Him would be preparing her for the biggest challenge 
and change she would experience just a few years later, a divorce. This completely surreal experience would afford her the same opportunities of self-discovery, increased faith, profound trust, and complete reliance on Jesus Christ. She had to reach within her for a power greater than her own, just as she had the opportunity to choose to do with her accident. She knew that she was in for a journey that she could not experience on her own. She knew that the only way to experience life's challenges with hope and deliverance was through the atonement of Jesus Christ. She wholeheartedly invited him into her life and would never be the same. This sweet friend is me. This is some of my personal story. What is your story? What are you learning through the life-changing experience of divorce and your new life as a beautiful single daughter of God? What do you want this experience to mean for you and for your life? Are you inviting Christ into your life to ultimately be saved in His ways and His wisdom? Is your saving experience happening as you thought it would or want it to? I strongly believe that through our weakness of being mortal and thus experiencing the light and darkness inevitable in this life, we become so much more than we ever thought possible as we knock on the door and let Christ 100% into our lives. Inviting Christ does not just happen. It is a choice. Choices can be difficult and painful. But choices can also bring true healing and true joy. I am not, nor will I ever teach, that divorce is easy and that healing from divorce is as simple as changing your thoughts about it. Becoming aware of our thoughts is just the tip of the iceberg on your journey to true healing and true transformation. When we recognize that our thoughts create our feelings, We learn that we have so much power to experience our lives. We live with curiosity about what our minds are creating for us, with the thoughts that come and go without our control, unless we grab these thoughts and explore them. When we allow ourselves to have a thought and to feel the subsequent emotion, we can experience priceless growth. Feeling our emotions may be unfamiliar to us, and uncomfortable. Some of you may have been raised and taught that how you feel isn't important, or that your feelings are bad, or that feeling is weakness, or feeling is shame. What are your beliefs about feelings? Do you allow yourself to feel your emotions, or do you immediately choose to do something outside of yourself to try to cover up this emotion? What are some of the band-aids you put on your emotions so that you don't have to feel them? Are you afraid of feelings? And if so, why? I invite you to take a few minutes and write down the thoughts you have about feelings in general. Then I invite you to write down the beliefs you have about yourself and your feelings. In the next episode, I will explore the amazing experience of allowing ourselves to truly feel our feelings. 
I believe that you cannot heal what you do not feel. I am excited to let you know that my coaching program, A New You, will be starting on September 27th. It is a 10-week one-on-one coaching package. I am currently running a special price for those who pay in full up front. Go to JannieLBrown.com to learn more and sign up for the opportunity to start creating a new you. Remember, Jannie L. Brown, J-A-N-I-L-B-R-O-W-N.com to learn more and to sign up for this coaching program to start creating a new you. Until next week, and remember, sister, you got this.